Hi, and welcome to Yes Please, your go-to podcast for all things sexuality, pleasure, and orgasms. I've named this podcast Yes Please because that's how I want you to feel about all things sex, pleasure, and orgasms. Yes, please, and more. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here and that you want to learn more about how to experience more shameless pleasure, deeper satisfaction, and ecstatic orgasms in your life and sexuality. And I hope to inspire you to feel that you can embrace and celebrate your sexuality all throughout your life journey. This podcast isn't just about sex and sex education, however, it's about so much more. Personal growth, living a radiant and confident and authentic life, radical joy and expression, and general fucking goodness. I'm your host, Erica Alsborn, and I'm a sexuality teacher and expert, sex and birth coach, but you can think of me more as your BFF who you love to talk to about sex and all the intimate things you don't feel comfortable talking about with anyone else. I celebrate the vast and diverse human, erotic, and sexual experience, and I embody a deep shamelessness when it comes to sex in all its different expressions. However, having said that, I am a straight, able-bodied, cisgendered woman, and in my work I specialize in female sexuality, and I work with women with pussies, and while I have a broad and liberal approach to sex and a very extensive training, my knowledge is limited by my own lived experience as well as the focus in my professional work. But I hope you'll learn lots here with me, expand your idea of what sex is and can be and mean for you, and even though I'm an expert on this topic, I'm not an authority. Everything I share is always a suggestion, not a must, so take what resonates and leave the rest behind. I'm always open to receiving your constructive feedback, so don't hesitate to reach out if you have any. Okay, hi and welcome again. I'm delighted that you're here, and now let's dive into today's topic. Hi everyone, welcome. It's time for a new episode and again this week you're getting a lovely conversation with Miss Sophia who did Shameless last year and um, she is here to generously share about her experience in Shameless and um, so many wonderful things and details about her life and sexuality and transformation. So tune into this conversation again as I always say if you're curious about the program obviously uh, but also in general if you want to hear about transformation as an adult mature woman and some of the topics that we specifically touch on in this episode that showed up in Sophia's life and journey was just how profoundly (laughs) surprising it can be to dive into a program where the aim is to expand your sexuality and then find yourself doing deep excavating healing around like all other things. So we talk about that, how and and why it was like that, what showed up for Sophia when she thought she was going to be masturbating and having all the orgasms and instead she found herself healing a deep grief uh, with her Uh, deceased parents opening up her voice and realizing how she'd shut that down decades ago and many many other things that totally surprised her and obviously surprised me too and that's the thing when you do this kind of work if you do any kind of coaching or personal development work including sexuality deep sexuality work you never know what you're gonna encounter inside when you lift the lid and start to unveil the protective mechanisms the layers of uh, you know armor and shielding from uh, sensitive vulnerable tender parts and and memories and experiences inside and, and traumas so that's a little bit what this episode is about, um, but it's a lighthearted and fun conversation, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it if you're interested in hearing about the rich and diverse transformation journey that Sophia was on, and I am thinking that it will support you, it will inspire you again, regardless if you're interested in joining um, my mastermind program, Shameless, or not. So without further ado, I'll shut up now. Enjoy this conversation. It's a wonderful, rich, and powerful one. Welcome, Sophia. Thank you. I am so delighted that you're here. Me too. And I'm looking forward to this conversation. Um, And we had a little pre-chat before we began and we both agreed, like, we don't really know where this is going to take us, this conversation, because that's kind of what your journey in Shameless was Yeah, it can take us everywhere, (laughs) everywhere. 
really exciting yeah 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 Yeah. so this will serve as such a beautiful kind of um, reflection slash integration for you as we talk through this but of course also give people insight into what it's like to open up to multifaceted healing and self-knowledge and a deep unpacking of stuff when you do something that is like quote-unquote sexual like sexual work Mm -hmm. sexual program yeah Mm-hmm. Um, like we do in Shameless. So I'm excited for this conversation and um, everyone listening, uh, buckle up because I think this is going to be fun and, and interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see where we end up. We'll see where we end up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's start at the beginning. So in what's now 2023. So 2022. <laughs> so <it's old. laughs> uh, 2022 in February, I opened the launch or March, January or February. I can't remember exactly when, when the launch opened and when the program actually began. But we opened the launch and on the very first day, boom, you signed up, pay in full. Like yeah. <laughs> you just dove in. And I was like, what? Who is this bitch? Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't seen your name before. Yeah, right. No. Um, and so where were you? Like both maybe like in a, in like physically, where were you? And why? but also like in terms of where were you at in your life that made you make that decision? And it was so quick. Um, well, I was, uh, I think approximately, approximately like one and a half years after a separation uh, where the first year had been so stressful, both emotionally and energetically and everything. So I had like, there was no sex around, no pleasure, no lust, no nothing. And then after we sold the apartment and I moved, it took a few months. uh, And this was maybe half a year before Shameless. And all of a sudden, my lust came back and I became like crazy horny. It was, I've never experienced anything like it. I mean, not even my teenage years. It was, it was insane. And at that point, I think I, I don't remember if I discovered you on Instagram. I think it was Instagram. And I've always been, you know, interested in sex, but sex sex educators have been to me either intimidating or there has been something off that didn't speak to me. And I found your Instagram and it instantly spoke to me. So I started following you and I read, started reading your blog and I, I st- it started developing in my head that this might be something for me, especially because I also at the same time was thinking that the last few years have been I've been just doing like grown-up stuff, boring grown-up stuff. Uh, where is Sophia? Where is the fun, vibrant, like uh, adventurous Sophia? She's been gone for a very long time and I missed her. So I decided uh, at New Year's, around New Year's, that this is going to be the year where there's going to be more pleasure, there's going to be more fun. Um, this year is going to be about fun. And then I read about Shameless and I thought, okay, this is, wow. But I, for me, it was something that I felt, well, doing a course like seven, eight months and like maybe I should take maybe one of the smaller courses. But somehow the more I read about it and then I felt, okay, why not dive in like full? So I put myself on the waiting list, not expecting actually to be offered a seat. And uh, until this day, I remember where I was waiting outside my physiotherapist, actually, and the email came and I was like, what am I going to do this? It's a lot of money. You know, it's a big commitment. And hell yeah, I'm, I, I'm just going to do it and dive in. And I, I don't know what the, I'm, I mean, I was totally scared afterwards, like meeting other people, talking about all this stuff that we usually don't. I mean, maybe a few friends, but not in depth like this. So, yeah. but I, it's felt like one of the best investments of my life, definitely. I mean, uh, we're going to get into that. But for me, the journey has been, well, it's been, and I'm still there. It's like, you know, a lot of things have been going on. So the reason why I joined was that I've always been very interested in sex. 
uh, very curious, a uh, little bit shy also around it and scared, intimidated. And, and But once I started having sex with other people, there was, um, was an element where I hit, started hiding myself, not keeping boundaries and maybe being very typically the way we're raised as females, you know, following along and and not really reflecting over it, but over over the years, it started to affect my soul and my um, the way I viewed sex. It became not my area anymore, in a way. So this was also like a big reason to join Shameless and what attracted me, that it's not just gonna be, we're gonna masturbate together and it, there's a lot of healing going on as well. Yeah. But for me, it was kind of shocking because uh, the beginning and the whole program has been a lot about healing and less about uh, pleasure and lust. And at times it's been very over overwhelming. Mm. So it started off from the beginning. You know, I had a very strong physical reaction. I became very sick and the flu. Uh, but... I think uh, as I joined or when the participants were pr presented, uh, two of the participants had been on the first round of Shameless. And I, and I was like, what? Can you do it twice? Why do <laughs> you want to do it twice? Uh, <laughs> but then, you know, as I started thinking about it, wow, maybe, yeah. And, they, you know, then they explained what they're doing. They had a few different reasons. And so I decided when the first two weeks of Shameless, that I'm gonna do a second round. And this has been very, very helpful for me because at times I've been very overwhelmed because there are so many things going on for me. Uh, and then I could just rest with it and, and feel, uh, okay, so if I'm not doing all the practices now, or if I'm not doing in the correct order, whatever is the correct order, it's fine. It's just not the time for me now. I'm gonna focus on this. and just try to trust trust the process yeah uh, and that's been very very helpful yeah. yeah yeah indeed yeah thank you for sharing and just yeah. for everyone listening so when you rejoin shameless you pay an alumni price so you don't pay the full price again because mm -hmm. i know we've been talking about rejoiners several times and maybe everyone thinking like how the fuck can they afford <laughs> like well, who are these rich bitches yeah no, you pay an alumni price, which is like a third, yeah. around about a third of the cost when you when you rejoin. So I just yeah. want to make that clear. Um, because I do want to like it, it in I want to incentivize to keep going in a held mm. container because mm. it's just that uh, supportive and um and many um have shared. We I talked about this with um Carolina. We recorded um her about mm -hmm. her experience and and I think um another well other people say that as well that the first round is really about healing because it's mm. the first time you lift the lid it's first mm. time you start peeling back the layers and unveiling what it is that you're carrying inside mm. decades of patterns or thought patterns um, belief systems, stagnated energy, emotions, trauma held and sitting in the body. And so there's uh, shameless is about pleasure and orgasmic expansion and empowerment and all of that. But sometimes you have to do shameless healing first and be like, I'm just going to fucking surrender to this um, and let it be a profound healing journey. And mm -hmm. the, it's definitely been that way for you and mm -hmm. very multifaceted in many different directions. Like there's been <laughs> so many uh, unexpected twists and turns. And yeah, it started off with being a very physical experience for you as well like the way that healing can happen sometimes is that it manifests on a physical level so you had a lot of purging and it was coming up very strong physically um mm -hmm. just from stepping into the program and starting your body mm -hmm. reacted and you have a very fine-tuned sensitivity yeah so it makes it makes sense but yeah so you stepped into this container with 10 women from all over the world that you yeah. never met before and and uh, it was i mean before i was intimidated because you know, I didn't know anything about the other women and you don't know, are they going to be these super like uh, experienced sexual gladiators? Yeah, <laughs> and you're going to be like the, the mouse in the corner shivering, you know, because you're, uh, 
normal human not, being. <laughs> yeah, and it's not at all like that. What what really has fascinated me during the program is that we're all very different, first yeah. of all, and we have different reasons. And some have had done a lot of uh, work before and done courses and uh but they were not intimidating at all. They were very generous. I've never been in a container with other women that's been so kind and generous and the way we support each other, both through uh, explorations, uh, difficult times, vulnerable times, but also through lust and pleasure. And uh, so, although Shameless is a program that's so profound and for years you can walk, work on this because you have a lifetime accessibility I mean you can work on this for years because it's yeah. so I mean wow but also what surprised me was like all the participants came with their, their experiences of course and the resources they have gathered over the years and that made it even like even more complex and beautiful and such a beautiful mix yeah. Um, and some were less experienced than me in working with self-development. Some were much more experienced, but it didn't matter. It had yeah. absolutely, because I could learn from everybody's journey. Uh, and that was so, so beautiful, really. Probably one of the most beautiful aspects of the, the program, that we could follow each other and support each other listen and give advice or just support each other um and in our own and we still could have our own journeys yeah um really so i mean am amazing really i mean i get shivers when i'm talking about it now like like constant yeah. shivers so um yeah and i'm I so thankful for that yeah, yeah yeah me too and i talk about this a lot in the marketing and you know the community the impact and the power of the community but it's hard to convey in words and yes. it's hard to it's hard to say like we're going to be meeting on these video calls yeah. every week and um it's gonna like touch every cell in your body and people are like no nah. how is that even possible how is that even possible <laughs> but i i I think before, maybe before I joined Shameless, I attended one of your free uh, workshops or webinars. And that's, I think, when I decided actually, but maybe yeah. subconsciously, because I was so blown away that here are all these women, because those containers are so much bigger. You have participants, like a lot of participants sitting from all over the world. And still you could have this connection with each other uh, digitally. I mean. I never, I never thought it was possible. And the feeling that I had during this uh, workshop or this webinar was like, wow, I mean, what is this? And this was during COVID. So, I mean, of course you were thirsty for, but still, I mean, I think it's still possible without having been contained at home. Um, it's, it's really, really amazing. And the feeling that I had often, and I thought, wait, like seven, eight months of this. I mean, is it even possible? And it is. Yeah. Of course, you will have weeks and days where you're like off and, and that's okay. I mean, it's part of the process. I think all of us had winter periods during the program and someone even thought about giving up the program and then like found her way back. And yeah, it's the way of the process, really. And yeah. I also felt like nothing what I'm doing right now is going right. I'm, I feel totally off sexually and, you know, but that was, that's also the beauty of all these practices that you have in the program. You can do them sexually if you feel like it and you can decide on what level. So you don't have to go full in. You, you don't have to decide before you just do, you learn to listen to your body and how it feels right now. Right now, I feel like doing it like this. And maybe in the next time you're doing the exercise, you're doing it like in a totally different way, maybe a, a asexual way, because then you just need maybe comfort or whatever. Yeah. So, and this is work, that kind of work I haven't done before. I've been to therapy uh, over the years a lot, but I've always been very hesitant in 
like in that kind of therapy to talk about sexual issues. Mm. It doesn't really come natural, I felt. And I think maybe you mentioned this actually in this free webinar that uh, you can come so far by going to therapy where you speak and maybe you have some kind of exercises, uh, whatever is your issue. But this somatic healing uh, is something totally different. And yeah. it's really, really is. I mean, the results that I've had here. Um, yeah, I mean, I think maybe I prepared like all my life, my all my therapies, all my analyzing in my head. And this is the reason why so much happened during Shameless, because yeah. on many levels, I was actually ready for this kind of work. Uh, so, I mean... I, I mean, I've said it before, I was overwhelmed very many times because they just kept dropping in all these different things. And I was like, what is this? I mean, what does this have to do with my sexuality? And it turns out everything. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, your sexual being is with you all the yeah. time. Yeah, I'm actually really moved. I'm teared. My, eye, my eyes teared oh. up as you share that. Um um, of just how impactful the somatic experience and the healing was for you and how, you know, your lived experience of doing years of talk therapy, which is great. I, I mean, yeah. I have no way do I bash talk therapy. I, I, I go to therapy. Uh, therapy has helped me immensely during mm. parts of my life, but specifically when it comes to sexuality and when we want to maybe go a little bit deeper uh, beyond the limitations of talk therapy, the body the body is always there and the body keeps the score the body holds on to things and there are things there there is consciousness in the body as well that you can't reach through higher cognitive thinking and talking and sometimes okay. you can talk talk in loops for years and yeah sometimes never get anywhere um and just talk about the problems and mm. sometimes the solution is found in the body by by um meeting yourself truly intimately and meeting the the felt experience the lived experience the memories lodged in your tissue and heart mm. and pussy and and as you start to again like lift the lid and come into your inner body into presence with yourself then another it's like opening up different vaults and like yeah. these yeah like very very guarded vaults that carry mm. your your pain and your mm. pleasure and mm. your trauma and your parental stuff mm. and your inner child and your friendship and it's like and it was kind of like that you uh, like it was almost like a video game like in and how I think like you went to next level like you, <laughs> yeah you, you you did that you like you 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 won that you you killed that boss you clear that vault and then it's like next level like new <laughs> And you never knew what, what's going to come next. I mean, it was uh, what, I mean, I knew, I mean, going into the pro program, I knew that I had um, some sexual issues, uh, that I had sexual trauma. And this is going to pr probably sound horrible. Uh, I didn't really understand how deep they were. I mean, my issues. Uh, and this might sound horrible, but in order to be able to heal, I mean, you have to really face the truth. I mean, yeah. how much different things have affected me. And to realize these things when you're in this program is the perfect container because you're protected. You're within, you're not left alone. So for me, it was perfect. It was perfect that we didn't have to be in touch every day. Uh, we didn't have to go anywhere physically. So you could have weeks or, or days where you were like on your own, you were processing things. And then if you wanted to be more in touch and you want to be more seen, uh, as you might remember, it took me a few months before I uh, dared to post a video. And it turned yeah. out to be like an epic... <laughs> Uh, half uh, half an hour video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, usually, uh, everyone posts like like four or five minutes, or at most ten minutes. And I like went straight in, and uh, <laughs> it was so long I couldn't post it, so I had to like cut it, and I didn't know how to do that, and it was like a mess. Uh, but it, that was so liberating for me to yeah. to do that because there's one thing to sit 
in a Zoom meeting, but then to record yourself and talk about all these personal issues and anyone going to watch this even, uh, what are they going to say? And uh, but yeah, I mean the the reception I got was I mean ah it brought me to tears really. It was, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. But what you speak of and, you know, and how we build these communities is everyone becomes everyone's teacher in a way also. Mm. Uh, we're peers and, and everyone's a teacher in how they inspire or, or lead by example or open up um, questions around, for example, when the topic of uh, birth trauma came up, it was mm. one woman in the program that raised it. And then it, little mushrooms like popped up like, well, I've yeah. also experienced this and I've also experienced this. So, and so sometimes it's, it's the participants that lead the way and guide the way for mm. healing by, by example, or by both like positive, like I had the most amazing orgasm and this is how I had it. Or like, mm. I've been oh. coming up against this blockage and this is what I'm experiencing. And then everyone gets to chime in and support and hold space. And mm. um, obviously I, I, I take full responsibility of the container and I lead and guide and, mm. and direct and obviously teach and coach, but I don't see myself as the sole <laughs> teacher or like the only one who's there to teach, guide, inspire, but it feels very for me, it feels very powerful to also hand over that power, which I do. I mean, I speak mm -hmm. about this directly um, in the beginning of the program that you're here to also express yourself and, and share and everyone's an expert in a way uh, in their own life and in their own healing and have something to bring to the table. So I'm, I'm curious if you'd like to share in so you've you've we've mentioned that it's been very healing that it's it pulled you in very many surprising different directions what what are some of the themes or topics that came up that that you've been dealing with during this year that you were like what how the fuck does this even relate to my pussy or like where does this where did this came from if you want to name those themes or topics or areas of your life yeah um well, like I mentioned before, uh, one of my first realizations was that I had more issues or deeper problems than I, than I thought. Um, what also came up very early on in the, in the program was uh, my relationship to my parents. And uh, last year it was 20 years, like the program was kind of leading up to the 20 year anniversary of my mother's death because it was it's in November and the program went on to November, December. Uh, but I started, I mean, 20 years, it doesn't really mean anything. It's just a number really, but uh, it affected me anyway. And it's 14 years since my father died and that's in December. So every year is different, but this year was very, very, and probably because of the healing I was doing also, it became more present and I did a lot of grieving and I was like, what are my parents doing in Shameless? It was like <laughs> such a mindfuck really at times. Yeah. I, but I realized that it's all, all connected. Like I'm a sexual being and I'm not, it's not separate from who I am. It's in, intertwined in everything. And it's not like just to understand, you know, someone who hasn't done Shameless. It's not like I'm lying there masturbating and thinking about my parents. It's not that. Of course. I mean, it's, it's Obviously. something else. It's like in the healing, it comes up. Feeling Well, I can describe it. So what happens when we, so self-pleasure, which we do in the program, it's a kind of sexual yoga. Like when you mm. go to yoga, you don't just do stretching to be able, you know, you don't want to just become bendy and, and flexible. Mm. Yoga is a spiritual life philosophy that uses asanas, these stretching poses mm. to help you focus meet yourself meet your blockages meet your limitations meet your dysfunctional thought patterns meet your emotions like every day show up and meet yourself in who you are and um yourself as a full living breathing whole holistic organism and so self-pleasure and the practices that we do in shameless are kind of like 
sexual yoga. It's the same mm. thing. It's not just about stroking your clitoris to have a clitoral orgasm. It's about that as well. But the practices, especially the meditations and the energy practices and the, the sexual non-direct like towards pleasure and orgasm practices lend themselves to acting like a kind of sexual physical meditation mm. where you meet all parts of yourself, emotions, pains, griefs. And so it's like the pussy, the vagina, the, the sexuality becomes a portal into a deeper mm. state of inner yeah. connection with yourself. And in that deeper state of inner connection with yourself, all of a sudden you realize, holy shit, I'm carrying all this grief around my mm. parents. Holy shit, there are sexual issues. Oh, wow, I've been blocking my voice and blocking my joy forever. Mm. Um, and so you start to see patterns inside. That's why I say shameless is a spiritual journey as well, mm. because um, self-pleasure is a kind of spiritual practice, just like yoga can be mm, a spiritual mm, practice. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So at times it was disturbing, you know, why, why are they coming in here? They're disturbing me. And, you know, I actually, I felt a few times I felt like, but this was not the journey I signed up for. It was supposed to be, you know, lustful and and, you know, I was going to have a lot of orgasms, the kind of orgasms I never had before and uh, deeper orgasms and, you know, all of these. And it became a healing journey uh, yeah. instead. And it was very difficult at times. And I struggled and, uh, you know, I was blocking myself. And But I think probably because I just from the beginning decided that I'm going to do it a second round, I allowed myself not to stress because I have that tendency, you know, I signed up from a program, I have to do all the, you know, I get have to have value for my money. And I try to think instead that trust the process, trust that whatever is coming to me is what I need to do right now. Uh, maybe I don't have to do anything because I can't do anything at the moment. And even if I'm like blocking out shameless at at this moment, the other things are coming to me. I mean, it's it's going to be, and that was so true, actually. Uh, and it also helped me listening to my body and my soul more by having trying to have that kind of attitude. And actually, I did a meditation that didn't have anything to do with, with shameless. And I don't remember the topic of the meditation, but in that meditation you were supposed to speak to someone near to you. And I spoke to my parents and I forgave them uh, for all the things that they weren't able to give me. And even though I intellectually before kind of had that position already, it hasn't, hadn't really like that, like it has, hadn't landed in my, my body and, and my heart and my soul. And this meditation, I mean, I started crying. It was so, and it changed a lot really. And yeah. I'm, I mean, I know 100%. I would never have done that. Even what, even though it wasn't part of Shameless, I would never have had that result in that meditation if I hadn't done Shameless. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. So that was one, like, difficult. But there have been, I mean, fun parts also. So it hasn't just been difficult. So one thing was quite early on, I think, uh, we started, maybe you have to help me here, Erica. How how did we come to the voice? Yeah. I think maybe you, I, I don't remember what we talked about, but you uh, recommended a podcast. Uh, and I think it was a specific uh, episode about the voice. And I, now it's many years ago, but when I was younger, I did a lot of amateur singing and I did theater and I sang in choirs, but also solo. But in the last 20 years, I haven't done any of that, actually, just at home. Uh, and I used to go to a vocal, vocal therapist or vocal coach. And I remember when I was younger, and like after every vocal coach session, I felt like this is like body therapy. You know, you're like jumping out of there and you're so happy and like all the vibrations in your body. And I thought over the years that it would maybe be like a better kind of therapy, actually, to spend money to, uh, to uh, visit a vocal coach. Uh, so the voice, voice, uh, the voice and how 
seeing is such a big part of me and how it has affected me negatively not doing it on a regular basis. That's what popped up. And I listened to this episode uh, of this podcast and I was like, wow, how is that even possible that I totally deny myself this for all these years? Yeah. I mean, a really, really big part of it. And I, then I found a Swedish vocal coach also, and I'm, I'm continuing to getting her emails, you know, her newsletters. And in one of the newsletters, she said, like, one of the worst things that you can do your, to yourself is to deny yourself your passion. Hmm. And that was something that really stuck to, to me because it doesn't mean that I have to do it like professionally, uh, but it's such a natural way of me for expressing myself and that I just like numbed my voice. I mean, literally, not only through singing, but it's my kind of expression. Um, so that was also a huge part of it shameless when when I came to that realization and after that I haven't done it maybe on a regular basis but I started singing a lot more at home uh, and also something that shameless brought to me you know every session we start by dancing so I started dancing every day yeah. <laughs> yes I mean it's such a great way to lift you up even if you're in good spirits it's a good way but especially on days where you feel stressed or you're down and you're like low on energy and especially since music is such a it's always been a huge part of my yeah. and I don't think of myself as a great dancer I mean it's I've always been very clumsy I mean we have the proof here I have <laughs> a fracture in my hand uh, at the moment but that doesn't matter does it I mean just moving and be happy with the music and it can even be a sad song if you want to, but whatever you feel like, uh, such a great way, it, like a few moments of therapy, actually. Yeah, absolutely. No, I remember, I think I remember a little bit how the voice came up. So you started remembering that you, that you, you I think it was like this in terms of like timeline, you mm -hmm. had an experience of ener energy coursing through your system and you're like I I I remember that I can I can like switch on this type yes. of energy yeah so something inside of you that felt really vital really powerful really energetic woke up through the practices and through the work and through mm -hmm. you know releasing blockages and stuff and and you were like holy holy moly like I I recognize this I remember that it used to a little bit scare me, but it also it also fascinates me. And mm. I remember that it's very much related to me singing and my voice. Mm. Mm. And so we started exploring that and looking at yeah. how is your vitality and your feeling of being energized and vital and all of those things connected to you expressing yourself vocally and singing. Mm. And you were like, oh, I've forgotten. I stopped mm. doing that for a few different reasons and just because... And so you got the homework to start singing mm. and you started doing that. And then you started realizing that I have this incredible power, like energy experience that I can turn on mm. inside that magnetizes people, that makes mm. people look at me. I get, it gets me attention. It, mm. And, and you started playing with that. You started playing yeah. with actually feeling fantastic. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and dancing yeah. was part of that. Singing is part of that. Uh, realizing and acknowledging uh, and celebrating your energetic nature and capacity was part mm. of that yeah because the my energetic nature was I wouldn't say tone news to me but in a way it was because mm. I can see now in a I probably didn't see it it's difficult to to remember I've, I've, I've known that I'm very perceptive and sensitive to energies around me, but I didn't know how profound it was. I didn't know how sensitive it actually makes me and how important it is that I listen to this because mm -hmm. every time I don't listen, I actually cross my, let other people cross my boundaries and I myself cross my boundaries and I shut down. Yeah. So there's actually no 
negotiations here. Uh, I have to start listening. And actually now I'm in a situation where I'm dating and having sex again, I'm noticing I'm so much more sensitive. I have to start be, you know, in the steering wheel in a totally different way, because otherwise it's, it's not working for me. And in a way I was, I'm disappointed because I'm feeling, fuck, this is so difficult now. I'm so sensitive about everything. But then I took a st step back and I said, okay, no, this is like, I'm discovering here now. It's actually the first time I'm having regular sex again. After all these discoveries, it's going to be difficult. It's not going to be like a highway to yeah. orgasmic heaven. It's not. And, and you know, also you were sensitive all along, but you yeah. just didn't know about it. So it fucked you up anyways. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. I mean, of course it did. <laughs> yeah. So and so now that you're aware of it, you can learn how to navigate it. You can learn how to take care of it, how to communicate around it, how to find a compatible partner for it and look at what is actually the right. And the potential. Exactly. Like the things that... The, the, the thing was that what I did, and I don't know why I started doing this. In the beginning of Shameless, I started with these energy practices uh, that were just like, they just came. I started thinking about, you know, things that made me, that aroused me. And I started noticing that I can lie in my bed for like 30, 40 minutes and like really turn myself on just by thinking not touching my body and I started playing with those things I don't know why I did that it just happened and then somehow it naturally like we started talking about energies in the program and I said aha aha that's what I'm doing I, I mean I had not no like reason for doing that I just did it those and I continued doing it so I mean a goal, if you would have one, is to give yourself like kind of an energetic orgasm. And then I had like a small one this summer. Uh, but the thing, just the thing that you can do things just by like moving energy in your body and that I have this potential. It's that's one of the like major gifts, really. Just to see the potential in my being energetic. Uh, we did the whole blueprint test mm -hmm. and, and I heard about them before, but I never did them. So I was the energetic type and just a few and almost as much as essential uh, type. And that really made sense to me. And that I have anyone to. And for yeah. anyone who doesn't know, so um, Sophie is referring to erotic blueprints, a, a model or a theory created by um, a sexological um, coach and, and educator called Jaya, um, mm -hmm. erotic blueprints. It's an amazing, amazing theory and model. And um, I, we, t we talk about it in the program and I inspire, well, I encourage mm -hmm. everyone to do it because it's just so mm -hmm. insightful. And so, yeah. I mean, what it boils down to is that I think this year has been a lot about self-knowledge. Mm. self-awareness healing mm. Mm. um and really instead of trying to be someone else and you know fit into a stereotype you had to take a step back and be like okay I'm carrying this stuff this is surprising mm. and slightly it freaks me out and it's uncomfortable but I'm gonna sit with this and and I will also want to just say mention one thing you say that you you kind of like disconnected from the program or you know pause but I would say you showed up you showed up throughout the whole even even when you were like what the fuck is going on? Nothing's kind of working. I'm so disappointed or frustrated or surprised. Why is this coming up? Why is this coming up? Why am I here? What is going on? But you kept showing up. You kept yeah, showing up true. to the you kept showing but, up to the live calls. You, but you I think it. because this container really it's because I think everyone at some level at some point went through this and yeah. kept showing up. So it was okay to show up and just, I'm having a lousy day or my yeah. last week has been lousy. And it's okay because you can still be a part of this. I mean, we will all do, it's part of healing and it's a par, yeah. part of life that things will go up and down. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I've historically, I'm the kind of person I don't finish things. So for me, it's, I mean, always a extra 
a celebration when I finish things because it's I've only started managing in the recent years to finish. I mean, finish. I mean, uh, um, quotation because uh, I mean, what does it even mean? But not giving up when it when it's difficult. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been a really the energy thing has been really a gift uh, that's come through the program. Uh, yeah. A gift to myself, really, uh, being the potential, and I mean, I'm just started to explore to explore it. So I'm seeing like many years uh, ahead of me that this is going to be a big part of my life. What I I don't know even what I'm going to do with it, you know. But it's just like really, I'm really excited excited about it because I think. By tuning into myself and to my body more and not focusing so much about others' perceptions of me, uh, holding up more boundaries and keeping them is going to be, and it already is life-changing for me. Yeah. And then it's it really... just popped. Yeah. yeah. Go on. Now go on. Yeah. And now I, I just realized also uh, another thing was, that was really big for me during the program. Uh, when I signed up, I didn't re- realize that we're going to do the, you know, the videos and, and post them. And you don't have to. I mean, it's in the community, in the Facebook. Yeah. Community. Yeah. In the yeah. Facebook community. You don't have to do it. But I didn't even think about it when I signed up. And when I realized that, you know, what a lot of the participants do and it, it helps you in, in your in your journey uh, to do it um and i i kind of freaked out and then i was one of the last ones who who posted also but it has to do with my body issues i'm yeah. overweight so this also of course affects my self-image and also my sexuality and this has also changed a lot during the program a lot a lot so yeah. that also has to do with the dancing, you know, being self-conscious and also having my picture taking, which is always very, very depressing and all of those things. And that has re I'm just running around with uh, in a bikini this summer, which is like totally, I mean, Fuck yes. never, never happens, you know. Shameless. Yes. <laughs> and I was feeling beautiful. Yeah. And I really started owning my body. And I also started following accounts and on Instagram with body positivity and also realizing when you start following these kind of accounts, something switches in your head and you stop following, you know, the Photoshopped ones. Uh, Also your sexuality changes and what's lustful for you. And this has also been a a game changer for me that I guess, I mean, I've worked with older people, you know, in, in, um, so I don't have like I don't have any issues with other people's bodily fluids and things like that. But this has also raised it to another level, you know. The beauty of everybody's body and where you can see that they live and you know the scars and you know whatever they have. And you see this is a body, a vibrant body that's been through so much. And it's also fucking beautiful and sexual and wow. Yes, and this, yes, yes, yes. you know, towards myself also. Exactly. Uh, this is, I mean, it's so, so I bought dresses also this summer, which I haven't worn also for ages. And, you know, beautiful and, yes. you know, so, so, so great, really. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I start popping up in my head so many things that actually happened during this year. I've been dating and all those things ups and downs and all the things that I learned on my own but also through shameless because we had participants who done the journey before me and had so many good advice but from many of you I mean be like what you said like be the 500 old a year old tree dating you know yeah that was my advice to you date like a tree yeah (laughs) Let them piss on you, uh, do whatever fuck they want. You don't, you don't care. Uh, I'm, I can admit I haven't been the 500-year-old tree, but there's a huge difference. I started online dating a year ago. I mean, like, who, who the fuck was I a year ago? It was, 
what happened during this year, the way I'm dating now, like, and a year ago, when it was totally new to me, the whole concept, it's like, wow. I don't freak out about every little thing. Uh, Of course, I mean, it was the issue that I didn't know the rules and how things work, of course. So when you get a hang of it, you, you get, at least I get more like calm about it. But it's on such. But a it wasn't just level. the it wasn't just no, the online no. dating, but it was also the actual physical meetings and yeah. and you you know there were uh, I can't remember now, but there was a, I remember at least one guy you were dating for a while and like mm. the things that came up and the, mm. you know how you processed that, how you held yourself through that, how you were able to you know in in through these different situations that you've exposed yourself through to through through the dating, whether it's just purely online and the in the mm. app or in real life experiences yeah. and making out and going to hockey and things like that yeah um you've been able to really look at what's my pattern here yeah and does this serve me what's my pattern here how am i showing up who do i want to be how am i being reactive where is my self like where is my integrity where is my center mm. Is this aligned for me? Where is my autonomy? Where is my authority? Where do I give away power? Who am I? And so all of those things are so, so important in order to, like we said just before, shortly, find an actual compatible partner who you actually want to live with and share your life Mm. with and your intimate parts and pieces and all of that. And not just anyone who will seemingly fit, surface level fit, right? And so since your journey this year has been so much about healing and unpacking and self-knowledge and honoring and owning who you are and releasing things that don't serve you and and looking at these are patterns of mine that I'm not proud of like I'm I can be I can behave in a shitty way I can Mm -hmm. be reactive and I do stuff that I'm not proud of and I want to change that and so little by little you're coming into um, this place where you're like well, there's so much potential now. There's so much potential for me solo. There's so much potential for me in partnership because of all of these shifts and uh, because of the growth. And and then dating becomes a kind of extension of that spiritual practice. Dating becomes an Mm. extension of that of that relationship with yourself and it doesn't feel like you're just trying to fill a hole inside where you're feeling lonely and you just need a partner and everyone has a partner and I need one too and blah blah blah. but you're like I actually feel whole and grounded inside and so dating I think I think uh, most people who uh, dated online can attest to that it very easily can become like an all-consuming chore like yeah. uh, you you get all these dopamine ticks out oh, of fuck, it yeah uh, so you get like you immerse yourself to it so I mean it takes over your life in a way and it did for me also in like the first few months before I, I could like find a like reasonable level and then I took a break of like I think three months of a break during the summer I was so fed up with it and coming back uh I was able to have like a more healthy approach. So it's a part of life, but it doesn't take over life. Uh, And that's also, I mean, that's also something you look up, you have to like be aware of that. It can also be like, oh, you have the app and you never go in. And so nothing happens. So you have to find this balance. And um, it's, I mean, it's amazing how different it is now. I don't like, freak out I it's something that I'm doing along with all the other things I'm doing but so it doesn't really, consumes you it doesn't consume me yeah. and if if someone that I thought had potential if it didn't work out I'm just thinking okay so it wasn't meant to be uh, it can still hurt but that's okay um yeah. and that's also like a shift in the way I see it that okay this was just a person on my way on this journey that I'm I'm taking and uh, so this person wasn't right for me okay so next or yeah. I'm doing something else you know for a while it's um ah it's so much easier really yeah I mean thank god yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. 
And just to have uh, fun with it, because that was very difficult for me. That's one of the reasons I also waited with online dating, because I didn't, I had a feeling that, you know, dating, I'm not good at it. I don't like it. And it turns out I'm good at it. And it can be a lot of fun, actually. So hooray. Hooray. Yeah, who knew? (laughs) Wow. I think that is such a beautiful um, place to start wrapping up our call. Um, But my question to you is, my final question, is there anything Mm -hmm. else you want to mention that you haven't or does it feel complete? I think that, I mean, the way I look at it, it's going into the uh, program. Of course, you can have your, I mean, your ideas about what what it's going to be for you and what's going to happen. But it's been very good for me uh, to be to stay open mm. that what whatever comes is what whatever needs to come is going to come to you and maybe it's going to be healing uh maybe you thought you're going to have all these experiences that you then then didn't have uh but that doesn't mean that they're not o- over there i mean they're going to come eventually so I had some very spiritual experience, uh, some of the, you know, goddess meditations that we did and some of the other things that, you know, angry, you know, when we were supposed to be angry, I don't remember which module. I mean, all those things have been very um, spiritual and that also helps your sexuality. So uh, my advice is just be open to whatever is coming, uh, whatever you need, it's going to be there uh, and just follow along, trust that this, it has its own course uh, and it's going to unfold in a way that you never, probably never expected. And it's going to be so much better. So for the next round, um, even though I'm thinking, okay, so now I'm probably don't have to do this, all of this (laughs) healing. Now is the time for all that. I have healed. Yeah. (laughs) And now, now I'm going to have all the, uh, who knows what's going to happen I'm just like whatever happens is going to happen so yeah. it's just a, I just did like a year of this and it's probably going to it's going to be part of my life for the, for the rest as long as I live on this earth it's going to be a part in of my life in some way or another mm-hmm. uh, the older I mean now the age that I'm at you know you can experience more arousal which is fantastic who knew like around 50 you're becoming even more if your hormones are in balance I mean it's good news ladies (laughs) you're not dying sexually you're not withering you're not a shriveling uh you're not becoming this little dry raisin pussy you can experience horniness even more horniness and juiciness than I think you said that also you have a a episode about aging and sexuality and where you said like who the fuck wants to be 27 again (laughs) and it was really hits me and I was like yeah no no way that I want to be 27 again with all the issues that I had back then and not knowing myself around my sexuality and it's not only like I'm not thinking also about around uh, about my last year in shameless I mean over the years I've even though I've had like difficult experience, I've also had fantastic experience. Of course. So you I mean, grow you've and you've grown you become, and matured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. never in my life I want why are we celebrating all these young people? I mean, I want to hear from the 65-year-old grandma who's fucking around. I mean, that's that's yes. what I'm looking at. I have those clients. They're amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, And no offense to the 20-year-olds. And if you're 27 and you're thinking of joining Shameless, absolutely do so. But it's like when we have that as a standard and as the measurement for this is where your sexuality should be at, this is is the comparison, then that is very um, detrimental to women as we age. And so I love the the age diversity that we have in shameless women mm. in their most when they're late 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, up to late 50s. And that yeah, I would have loved to have done shameless at a younger age. I mean, well, everyone should like yeah, quote should. unquote should have yeah. done it at that age yeah, to set yeah. them up for 
a sexual growth mindset, but you know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, (laughs) getting the the word out there. But, um, but when you are in your fifties and you're whatever, whatever age you're at, there is a thriving sexuality available for you in that present moment. And also for the, for the future. Um, And so um, I love that we end on that note and Mm -hmm. I am so, so, so excited for our upcoming year together. And again, like we've talked about, we'll see what happens. We'll see in which direction your journey goes. (laughs) I'm sorry, Matthew, already. (laughs) Stuff we'll explore for sure. We'll have a lot of fun and dance and sing. And um, there'll be some people that you know. There'll be some new amazing people in Mm -hmm. the group. And I can't wait to begin in, well, it's almost exactly a month from now as Mm -hmm. as we're recording this. And when it's Mm -hmm. released, it's, it's sooner. Mm. But thank you again, Sophia, for being here, for sharing um, so generously and and honestly with us. And um, I send you healing vibes for your poor hand. Thank you. And it's amazing seeing your face and connecting with you. I appreciate you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll see you soon. Yeah. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something new today or that I reminded you of something you already knew or do and that you feel inspired and encouraged to prioritize sex, pleasure, and orgasms in your busy life. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and give it a rating or review so this important message can reach more people on this planet. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.